Ugh, I guess we'll have to eat this boring oatmeal. It's a trap! flavor of that magnitude. There's a prize in every box. Admiral Akbar cereal. Now with brine shrimp. Episode 212. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half-hour wasted. And thanks to the pepperoni rolls we just ate, we're dangerously close to our own flashpoint. Those cauliflower <clears throat> mashed potatoes really um, are getting me near the flashpoint. Did you drive here with your head out the window? What's going on with your hair? I think my, pro- I think my product is giving out. Yeah. <clears throat> my super product is giving out. I got. I have very long hair right now. It was clearly super product. Yeah. What's this it like? A, it's wonderful. <laughs> to have hair? I remember kind of having hair. I saw a picture of myself with hair last week. Uh, I, just, I, just, uh, I, like, wow. I just came up with this week's uh, word of the week. <laughs> have you called uh, <laughs> Have you called Kyle? Yeah. Have you called Kyle? No. Should we uh, magic jack it up? No. 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 Okay. We, you have to a, call him on your own time. Yeah. Because he wants it from you. That's no. what I promised him. Was, was I supposed that, to like just leave him a, a voicemail answering message? or? Yeah. I think if I remember correctly, last week I said you should call him once a day, every day, as late as possible, or, or Frank said as early in the morning as possible. Yes. And then go, so what's, what's up? All right. Hey, so we this is episode 211. No, 212. Thank two you. Well, we had a birthday celebration last time, and it was awesome. Uh, but we've got a jam-packed news event, uh, eventful, newsworthy, timely episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't know where you were going with it. I guess, no, we're not doing the news we episode. Have, we have a lot to cover in this. We're going to talk about Flashpoint. Flashpoint. And uh, the old Elseworld series, we're going to talk about the current state of the Flash and then the new Flashpoint mm-hmm. event that's coming out. <coughs> before, so, wait, before we go, who's our sponsor? We've all promised not to light any matches in here also. Discount comic book service, dcbservice.com. Get They're books and get them cheap and get them sent to your door. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, so I got this. What five, are you holding? Five bucks. You have to tell us. I literally got this Flash Rebirth hardcover for five bucks. And what's the? Uh, and I got it at Borders liquidation sale. Yeah, poor Borders. I had a twenty-five percent off discount. And then I had my Borders rewards plus another ten percent off that. And then I had ten dollars in Borders bucks. So I literally left the store by uh, paying four dollars and eighty-nine cents for this. What's uh, what's Unopened, the list on that? <clears throat> Twenty bucks. Okay. Still the plastic on it. It did. Printed in Canada. How much did we pay for each of those issues? Were those two ninety nine, three ninety nine issues? They were. Pr- I bet you they were three ninety nine, and there were six. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I don't remember. Huh. So, we're going to talk about old Flash, current Flash, and future Flash, new Flash. But what I wanted to do was um, t- just to read something that was in the end of the Flash Rebirth hardcover collection. Cool. 
It was the proposal written by Jeff Johns for this series. Really? Back in 2008. <clears throat> and I wanted to just read it, read it, have a couple of outtakes, a couple of selections. Okay. Um, he's broken it up into different sections. Um, and he compares, he says, like the proposal for Green Lantern Rebirth, I'm going to outline the basics behind the re-exploration of the Flash mythology. This is about using the best elements and characters in the Flash universe, as we did with Green Lantern, and moving it all toward all forward with Barry Allen front and center. Okay, so one of the sections is what is the secret of the Speed Force, uh, and I think this is all this all lays good groundwork for you know understanding where Flash is currently. I thought this in, in the, very it was very confusing and very circular logic when we read this in uh, Rebirth. I thought well, yes, but this kind of clears it up a little bit for me. Good because it you know it's it's a summary basically. Um, the Speed Force is a fantastic modern addition to the Flash mythos. Uh, invented by now, was Mark, that Mark Wade, Wade, I believe. Yes, okay. I believe so. And I've been a fan of the Flash ever since Mark Wade's run. Nice. But the true origin of the Speed Force has never been revealed. One of the major revelations, and, and remember, he's writing this uh, this little um, proposal yeah. before he ever started writing the, the comic, or okay. before it started being drawn and published or whatever. Okay. Uh, one of the major re- revelations in the Flash Rebirth is to reveal that origin. The night Barry Allen was doused in chemicals and struck by lightning wasn't the night he simply tapped into the Speed Force. It was the night Barry Allen created the Speed Force. So the Speed Force did not exist before Barry Allen became the Flash. Mm -hmm. The analogy of electricity and positive and negative charges will be a major part of the series. Barry is literally a human electrical generator. His muscles create the electrical energy that adds to the Speed Force. The Speed Force has been tapped and used by Wally, Jay Bart, and a host of other DCU speedsters. Since Barry's death... In crisis, the speed force has not grown. When Barry returns, all that changes. Hmm. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, the speed force that created that Barry created exists in all of space and time. Meaning, no matter what time period you're in, the speed force is there. This explains why, even in the 1940s, Jay Garrick was able to tap into the speed force. Again, when Barry Allen first appeared in Showcase Number Four in 1956, he ushered in a Silver Age of Heroes that was literally a rebirth for the DC universe. That means uh, I'm sorry, taking what he means within the text of the comic book history and applying that to the character, you can think of his legacy another way. When Barry Allen runs, he generates more speed force. The speed force grows. It exists in all space and time. So as Barry runs and speed force grows, someone else, somewhere and someone, is able to tap into the speed force and become a great hero. Although we don't see it, the idea is that Barry uh, Allen is literally expanding his heroic legacy with every step he runs. Okay, well, so I mean, you had... Uh how far back in time did Max Mercury go? I mean, we know he was back during the late 1800s, during the Cowboys and Indians days, but... Uh, yeah, he's been bouncing through time. But did Max Mercury start back then, and just was that long-lived, or did he literally bounce from one era to he another? He bounced from one era to another. He hasn't right. been living okay. in real time since the 1800s. Okay. He's just been bouncing through time. Like Batman. Yeah. And then he goes on here to explain why Barry Allen should return... Uh, he says, I believe, Her- Barry's is important to the DC Universe as Hal Jordan. Um, he gives a little background of, you know, just who is Barry, what's his purpose in life, what's his, um, what kind of character he is. Uh, another section, if Barry's back, what happens to Wally West? And he just talks about expanding the Flash family like he did yeah. the Green Lanterns. There's more than one Green Lantern. There can be, you know, more than one Flash. 
What is the negative speed force? The opening scene of Flash Rebirth would be a silhouetted figure breaking and entering into the Central City Police Lab in the middle of the night. The silhouetted figure puts several deliberately chosen chemicals on a rack by a window. He waits. The lightning then hits uh, in a twisted version of Barry Allen's origin. At this moment, just like Barry created the speed force, this silhouetted figure has created the negative speed force. Yin and yang, the more this figure runs, the greater the negative speed force grows. The greater the negative speed force grows, the more it eats away at the regular speed force. The more this mysterious figure runs, the more he damages the speedsters tapping into the speed force. If he runs enough, this villain will destroy the speed force and kill everyone in it. The mysterious figure will be revealed to be a time-traveling Eobard Thawne, also known as Professor Zoom, also known as Reverse Flash. Thawne has discovered the true origin of the speed force and has purposely set out to make its opposite charge. Thawne knows one day Barry will kill him, but he plans to destroy the Flash legacy and revenge for it and put the guilt on Barry himself. So, and then it, it kind of, it says, he kind of outlines what will happen to the rest of the speedsters okay. during this. And then the last section is, what has the reverse Flash done? Once, uh, one power the reverse Flash has that the Flashes have never been able to conquer is traveling through time and actually changing it. Thawne needs Barry to become the Flash and run in order to keep Thawne's pursuit of power intact. But Thawne wants Barry to be miserable. Although we don't learn it for a while, we discover that Thawne has killed Barry's mother. So because Barry created the Speed Force, uh, Thawne, I keep, I keep, I said, I keep thinking Thrawn in my head, which is a Star (laughs) Wars character. Grand Admiral. Yes. Thawne, can't do what he does. They both have red eyes, though. <clears throat> yes, they do. So no, that's it. Zoom. That's uh, Hunter's Island has the red eyes. sorry. Thawne can't exist without Barry Allen, but he wants to kill Barry Allen. So before he kills Barry Allen, or before Barry Allen kills him, he's going to try to make Barry's life as miserable as possible. Yes. Anyway, well, so now, if he can go back and change time, then why can't he go back and change time to the point where he's never killed by Barry Allen after he uh, kills Iris and before she comes back? And I'm getting confused. I've gone cross Oh, dear. I've and look here at the end. <laughs> you stole my thunder. He says, this all leads to the new series and, and then there's four oh, lines of it's red- blacked out text. Ladies and gentlemen, it's redacted. Yes. And then the last line is, and that all leads to Flashpoint, the DC Universe 2011 event. So he's had this plan since aught eight. That's cool. Okay. So that was not in the floppies, by the way. No, none of this was. So oh, by the way, three ninety nine. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's times how much four times cost. six is twenty-four. This costs so, less. Wow. That's this costs less. Just I don't know if it's fair or not. Now the one thing no, I've always six, twelve, eighteen. No, it's eighteen bucks. I know we've gone through this before, but I love six issues. Three ninety-nine. It's four dollars. No, two ninety-nine. You said three ninety-nine. Oh, I meant two ninety-nine. Oh, okay. Right. Well, in that case, it was eighteen bucks. So you're okay. paying you're paying uh, you're paying two more dollars for a nice binding. Yeah. One dollar for it the is front, a nice dollar for the back. Oh, you know, they that throw makes the spine in free. Okay. <laughs> so you know, I, I, I have to I have to admit that the whole <laughs> defining of the speed force reeks a little bit of medichlorines, taking away something that was nice and mysterious and giving it something concrete well, that maybe takes away a little bit of its magic. I frankly thought the speed force was kind of a, a hokey invention in the first place. It's just like he runs fast. I mean, we, we don't need, you know, I mean how, why does the Martian Manhunter have the ability to go, you know, you know, ethereal, you know, ethereal? You know, who, who, 
Why do we need an explanation? I, I, now, those stories, and I haven't read that many of them, but uh, the stories that Wade did, you've clearly read more than I have, Brad. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed them. They were good reading. Um, but I didn't, you know, I didn't feel that, um, that the Speed Force was uh, a necessary evolution to the Flash mythos. Now, Jeff Johns' brilliance is in tying up historical elements of the DC universe and bringing them back into the modern age. I mean, it's just, you know, he, what he's doing um, uh, with Krona right now in the uh, the, the upcoming uh, War of the Green Lanterns uh, is also um, captivating to me. But uh, I love the idea that he has given an explanation to it. Um, you know, just for me the, personally, the expo- I think it's a good thing. The, uh, nothing I, wrong I, with the explanation. I mean, I, I mean, nothing wrong with the explanation, but sometimes a little too much explanation, you lose the magic of it. Yeah. And that's what I'm, I mean, that's what happened with midichlorines. And and that's what I'm just kind of afraid I would agree of with, with, you. With, with the speed force. I mean, yeah. uh, tell us about it, but, but leave a, uh, enough mystery in there to just kind of for us to wonder and figure well, it see, out. <coughs> I agree with you about midi-chlorines, but I don't agree with you about the Speed Force. Jeff Johns, the Speed Force is basically a retcon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's a well-thought-out, almost loophole-proof retcon, in my opinion. It's, you know, when when Barry Allen became the Flash, he created the Speed Force, which then, it's like the, the chicken or the egg, you know? Well, did Max Mercury... Yeah, no tap into the speed force before Barry Allen created it? Well, did Barry Allen create it, and then it just happens at all times all at once? So, Well, he's basically suggesting that Barry Allen's, Barry Allen's turning into the Flash created kind of a, a speed force big bang. I mean, it goes yeah. in all directions. It's, it's not a linear thing necessarily. I liked it. You know, I always kind of felt like reading about the speed force, I always wanted to know more about it. Where did it come from? Cool. Was it heaven? Was it something other than heaven? And I feel with with Jeff that Johns with Jeff Johns' explanation, it puts it in a in a shell in a nice small container that I can process and yeah. and understand with I, my brain power. I am I am having trouble and and did have problems with the negative speed force and quite understanding how that fits into it. I'm afraid I just. I just quite don't get it. Well, I mean, it, it's odd because, uh, in a way, um, um, the flash and, and it, is... And it's more along the lines of, what does that mean? Like, how, so why does that exist? And, and it well, looks like Brad's about to refer to it's something. It's basically like, uh, I'm just, it's, it's the kinetic energy of time. I mean, somehow, the flash, uh, normally, when an object is set in motion, it expends kinetic energy that it has been storing up, much like a capacitor. But in this case, um, it has to be it's balanced. Like he's, creating, he's creating a kinetic force which can be accessed at a future or earlier point by, you know, you know the, I thought the idea that, uh, that his, his building of the speed force, his, his creation of more and more of it allows more and more people to run fast is kind of a cool idea. And I, and I don't think that that just, okay, the speed force is created by Barry Allen when he got struck by lightning. That's not a 100%, you know, you know, close the book answer either. I mean, it's an explanation, but it's not 
you know, it's not all of the answer, I don't think. I mean, well, it still I, leaves uh, some room for interpretation or reinterpretation, if I, you will. I guess that the speed force allows you to run faster than the negative speed force should somehow suck that away, <laughs> yeah. or it should... Well, the, the speed force powers speedsters, and the negative speed force depowers them and, and hurts them. And we saw evidence of that in this book. Um, you said, why does the negative speed force have to exist? Well, there's a light side of the force and a dark side of the force. There's Everything has an opposite. It's just nature, balance, God and the devil, good and evil, uh, peanut butter and chocolate. Mm-hmm. You know, Good one. Um, left and right. There's always a balance, boy, girl. There's always a balance, checks and balances. You mm-hmm. know, It's just nature's way. And... It makes perfect and sense to me that if there's a positive speed force, there would have to be a negative speed force. Even in and I, I know, guess, I guess it's a, the execution. electrons and protons. Well, that's that's a different and valid. It's, know, it's the execution that that is that is in rebirth that I that I have a problem with. And well, that and I, I, I've that's I've, I've struggled with the story and how it's told and how it's explained, and I just to this point, I I just I still don't quite. Get it as it's referred to in that book you're holding. And, and that, I can understand that, and that's a valid um, way to look at it and, and, and valid way to feel about it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the, the I, I can deal with the fact that the force exists, but like you said, don't tell me it's midichlorians. It's microscopic mm-hmm. organisms in, in my blood. I don't, I'm sorry, I don't buy that. I mean, wh- what if they come back with, what if Jeff Johns goes, the speed force is actually... Um, a special type of chemical that is in your bloodstream. Wouldn't that stink? Yeah, <laughs> it, would, it would. It would. So I hope that I hope that's not the case. Well, I mean that you know, I just don't want things over-explained. All right, just leave a little bit. Tell me a little bit about it. I mean, much like the midichlorian, and, and 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 let my imagination fill in the gaps and wonder because it's more fun to wonder and it's more fun to kind of sit down and go, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. But when they tell you that no, the speed force exists because. Barry Allen did this specific thing on this specific day. Where do you go with that then? Yeah. You, I mean, where do you go with that? That's the answer. Well, and, and part of comic books is, is the journey. I never uh, quite got how uh, having little midichlorine microorganisms inside your body allowed you to raise an X-wing out of a swamp. Yeah. I mean, I just did, you know, in much the same way, I, you know, not really sure, you know... I don't know. I again, just don't give me too of, much information. That's, that's of, all I'm asking for. Don't give me too much information. Part of what Jeff is doing very well here is that he's giving you more explanation, but he's not giving you the total explanation. And that that's a that's a very good statement. You can give Thank me you. more information. Just don't give me. Just don't tell me it works because of this. Now, now on that, you and I disagree because I do appreciate. Um, here's your exposition. Here's the answer. at The mm-hmm. end. I, I do appreciate that. You know, I. I um I in some, some situations I would agree. Sometimes I chomp at the bit at the idea that a comic book is merely a soap opera, meaning that the story will literally never ever end. I, I like it when the story ends and you can start a new story the next month. Well, in the last fifteen twenty years, we've noticed more storytelling headed that way with series. That have a, a definite beginning, yeah. middle, and end. Like, There's a story arc, a six yeah. to eight issue story arc. You get it. You're Either in, the, you're out. Or but in, you can still follow it. In the case of Preacher, 
a, a definite planned 66 issue. Why yeah. the last man story? Why the yeah. last man? I, I I do think it's interesting too how uh, uh, you're let, let, to let see, me tell you this: okay. if, if 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 in Walking Dead they explain how the zombies happened, would that ruin the story? It depends on whether I bought it or not, yeah. you know. And I suppose the reason I mean that's that, kind of part of the fun, right? What happened? The, I, yeah, you know what is going on. <laughs> Yeah, just give me a little bit of yeah. mystery. It's all I'm asking. Don't uh, you can give me information, but just don't just don't tell me the clock works like this. What's the deal with zombies? What's the deal? So we kind of know where the Flash is now, and in the current miniseries, uh, Professor Zoom Eobard Thawne is still, you know, doing his craziness. And well, in fact, I'm looking at. Did we we talked about the? Uh, the and he Thawne, got his ring. He's the, he's a special issue, right? Yeah, we did. Flash number about eight, whatever it was, seven. And, and, and life is brought to him. He is uh, he could because he got a, a white lantern ring, and he is. He was one of the twelve heroes and villains that were resurrected at the end of Brightest Day or hey, Blackest and, Night. And don't, he accomplished his don't task. Me, don't get me started. On Not Brightest yet. He has. It hasn't happened. Well, it it said life is given to you, and and he was, but that's all we know. It was like an issue eight, six or eight, and as all the other spoiler alert for Brightest Day, all the characters that have been accomplishing their task have been dying. Has that happened to him yet? Well, I, they they showed it off panel. They said oh, life okay. was given to you. Uh, you have completed your task. Life is given to you, and so he is off panel. He is either dead like the other. Well, 12, that must that must have been a. It was a very early issue. It, it was like, I think like it was 12. A, I think it was issue 12, like Brightest Day. Maybe this will happen in the future or something. Because currently, he's alive in the Flash miniseries, which is, I'm sorry, happening concurrently with the... I, I think that, that part in Brightest Day was like some out-of-sequence storytelling because mm -hmm. it, it didn't happen then. The fact is, he's still alive. Yes, um, but we have lost... Uh, the uh, the Hawks, haven't we? Yeah. And, uh, Hawks, uh, Aquaman. Yeah. Aquaman. Um, Back to the briny deep. So I'm looking at... As far as I've written, which is issue 20, I think it's what I'm saying. Yeah, 21 uh, came out... Uh, oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of... Uh, I'm thinking of JLGL. I'm looking at the newest issue previews that came out March. Beginning of March. It's for comics that come out in May. Uh, on May the 4th, Flash number 13 is going to be in stores, and it's the final issue of the Road to Flashpoint storyline. <clears throat> Here's the little uh, blurb. The Road to Flashpoint concludes. His name is Eobard Thawne. He is the fastest man alive. He is the Flash of the 25th century. You know who he is and how he got his speed, but you don't know the rest of the story. Find out how Thawne went from Flash to Reverse Flash and what his mission is next in this unlucky 13th issue on the road to Flashpoint. So he's still currently alive, and right before Flashpoint happens, we're going to get this story. Now, the next week is shipping Flashpoint number one, which is the first of the seven-issue new Flashpoint event. Um, here's the blurb. Not a dream, not an imaginary story, not an Elseworld. This is Flash Fact. When Barry Allen wakes at his desk, he discovers the world has changed. Family is alive, loved ones are strangers, and close friends are different, gone, or worse. It's a world on the brink of a cataclysmic war, but where are Earth's greatest heroes to stop it? 
It's a place where America's last hope is Cyborg, who hopes to gather the forces of the Outsider, the Secret Seven, Shazam, and each letter in Shazam has an exclamation point after it. Okay. Citizen Cold. He looks just like Captain Cold, but it's yes. Citizen Cold. He's a hero. And other new and familiar yet altered faces. It's a world that could be running out of time if the Flash can't find the villain who altered the timeline. So, we've got this thing coming up. Now, how, do we know how many... Uh, um, you're going to have War of the Green Lanterns happening at the same time as Flashpoint. I think it's a... You know how currently the Wonder Woman storyline in the in the comics is like an altered reality? Okay. Something I've, I've, or somebody... I have I've heard that. Altered Wonder Woman's reality. Yeah. I think the same thing's happening to Flash here. Okay. So now, I don't... And, and, and all throughout Flash Rebirth and Blackest Night, you know, there was a lot of theories about, like, are these two events going to cross over at some point? They never did. Right. So it, it's very Flash likely Rebirth that they... And, well, Flash... In the sequence of things, Flash Rebirth happened before Blackest Night, even though... Or was it? Uh, but but there there was theories that they were going to cross over somehow, um, or or some well, events were were bleeding into other events, and and golly, I'm trying to remember how this worked out. Or am I thinking of Final Crisis? I just um, I'm trying to figure out how something that major doesn't affect the entire DCU. Barry Allen came back at the end of Final Crisis. Um, in Flash Rebirth, Thawne is talking to Barry and he says something like I've got a rebirth of my own coming up in the near future thanks to one of your friends. Okay. So basically he was referring to <clears throat> his coming back to life as a black lantern. No, 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 I'm sorry, not a black lantern, but as one of the 12. Okay. Heroes yeah. and villains who were who was resurrected. So is the implication that he knew that he was going to come back as a White Lantern? The, I think what happened is... If he's a time jumper, which he is, yeah, he would know. Because at that point in his life, mm -hmm. Blackest Night had already happened. Yeah. And he went back in time to mess with Flash. And, and the reverse Flash that we saw in Rebirth was the guy who had already been resurrected in Blackest Night. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> now, we've got, there's going to be several miniseries coming out that tie in to the Flashpoint miniseries that's coming up. So we've got Flashpoint Batman Night of Vengeance, one through three. Yes. Flashpoint Dead Man and the Flying Graysons, one through three. Flashpoint Citizen Cold, one through three. Deathstroke and the Curse of the Ravager, one through three. Flashpoint The Outsider, one through three. Flashpoint Abensur the Green Lantern, one through three. Flashpoint Project Superman, one through three. Frankenstein and the Creatures of the Unknown, one through three. Flashpoint Secret Seven, one through three. Flashpoint Emperor Aquaman, one through three. Wait a minute, I thought he was dead. This is an altered reality. Ooh, Wonder Woman confusing. and the Furies, one through three. Lois Lane and the Resistance, one through three. Kid Flash Lost, one through three, and the world of Flashpoint, one through three. So, this is, you know, I'm getting a little zero hour vibe. It's a, it's an somebody. Well, it just well, said right it, there in the in this, um, 
solicitation for Flashpoint number one. Let me read that last line again. I mean, it could be, but um, it's a world that could be running out of time if Flash, if the Flash can't find the villain who altered the timeline. So some somebody, which is probably Thawne, I'm guessing, altered mm-hmm. the timeline, and so now it's Flash is Barry Allen is living in this Elseworld type of reality. And I'll go ahead and bring in this old Flashpoint miniseries okay. that took place in the 90s. Which, let me, uh, for, for those who yeah, don't... read that synopsis. This was the first Elseworlds miniseries, three issues, that came out. So okay. read your... In 1956, Barry Allen became the Flash, the world's first superhero. In addition to fighting crime, he helped his nation abroad, cutting the Cold War short and pushing the communists out of Vietnam. By 63. Then he took a bullet aimed at John F. Kennedy, paralyzed from the neck down, but with the fastest mind on earth, he founded the high-tech research firm Allen Industries. By 1988, <coughs> Allen Industries and Vandal Savage Immortality Incorporated had begun manning expeditions to Mars, where they found evidence of a lost civilization. Ten years later, an archaeologist dig led by Wally West uncovered a prolonged rod in a r- on the planet. Shortly after Mars after Wally touched it, it began vibrating, and a lightning storm appeared above the sky, striking Wally and leaving him comatose, but twitching at hyperspeed. He was then taken to Vandal's place for treatment, but died. A dig member stole the artifact and teleported back to Earth, triggered, triggering both a federal investigation and a private one by Detective Ralph Dibney. A mysterious figure reveals himself to Dibney as the last surviving Martian. He explains that the artifact was the key designed to open the gates of heaven by linking to a field of accelerated energy. When the flashpoint was opened, all life on Mars was wiped out in a moment. Wally's death, however, was short-lived. Savage had cloned him to study his speed, and one of the clones had remnants of his memories and escaped. He went on a confused superspeed rampage through Central City, picking up a costume at the Flash Museum along with... Uh, Along the way, Barry lured Wally to a teleport platform, and from there, a deep space probe where he couldn't do any damage. While there, he found a way to siphon Wally's excess speed, shocking his system back to normal. Savage killed the Martian, then sought out his old friend. The the immortal had, had long ago succumbed to boredom, but preferred to make a grand gesture rather than simply fading away. By opening the flashpoint, he would take the entire world with him into heaven. A federal sharpshooter watched a confrontation between Vandal Savage and Barry Allen. Savage admitted to firing a fourth bullet in Dallas, Dallas crippling Barry so that he could befriend him and study his speed. Barry tried to take him out, out, but it triggered the flashpoint at the same moment and the, that the gunman fired, and Barry had to play his trump card. His contact with Wally had cured his paralysis, but he was too slow to save Vandal. Instead, he raced to intercept the Flashpoint's energy, each contact making him faster, circling the globe to save the world until he reunited, until he returned to the artifact, taking it with him as he entered into the Flashpoint himself. And at the end of that, throughout (coughs) at least one place in those, one of those three issues, Barry was like taking a nap or something. He's having dreams of being in a world with all these other heroes. Earth One. Yeah, that we recognize. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. 
and it's it seemed familiar, but he knew they didn't exist and blah blah blah. And then at the end of the last issue, he ended up back in that world. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when we first talked about this a month or two ago, <clears throat> I thought there's no way that this new Flashpoint event can't tie into this. You know, but after reading it, I started thinking, well, maybe it's just, you know, Jeff Jones liked the name and borrowed it. But now I'm thinking, we know that in this new event, a villain altered the timeline somehow. And Barry is living in a, and of course this is all speculation, what I'm about to say, that we know Barry's living in a different world. What if this new world affects Barry Allen kind of the way that that, in the one Star Trek Next Generation episode where... Picard lived the life of, of like an entire life of another guy yeah. in the space of what three minutes or something, whatever that I think was. It was an hour. An hour. What if this same type of thing is happening to Barry? So Barry, so this else world where he worked, where he actually was paralyzed trying to save John F. Kennedy by the magic bullet. Um, that's his life, and the whole series is spent with him going. This doesn't seem right. There's something wrong here. This doesn't. This shouldn't be my life. And some, and then he goes and explores and tries to find out how his life was altered. Maybe so. But like, I, I get the impression by all those titles, too, that by affecting one timeline, maybe many other people's lives are affected. Well, at least from Barry's point of view. Mm-hmm. And why not tell those stories also? You know? Um, think of that Star Trek episode. Picard was this other man who had a family, who had friends. He lived a whole lifetime. Well, those family, his family members had their own stories. His friends had their own stories. Why can't the the characters in Flash's new altered timeline Elseworlds reality, why can't they have their own stories? You know, so that's one way of looking at all these miniseries. You know, Emperor Aquaman just sounds cool to me. Yeah. You know? So, I... And I said this before also, Jeff Johns is the master of taking old stuff and making it tie in with what's currently going on. Right. So, you know, I I, I flip back and forth between whether or not he's actually going to tie in this old miniseries or not. He, If anybody could do it, it would be Jeff Johns and figure out some way to tie this experience in. I wouldn't be surprised if the story starts with where he is in this else world and this was it 1999 is that what you said yeah, I think yeah. whatever year that this else worlds took place which by the way if you want to go out and well, find it yeah it's I, late 99 um i can't yeah. really recommend the story it wasn't that great it was interesting but it wasn't earth shattering it was actually kind of hokey at times I it thought. was but if you like norm brayfogel's art if you're jonesing for some old norm brayfogel it's it's decent art it's good stuff um I found it on mycomicshop.com for like let's see the cover price of these is 295. I, I don't think I paid 295. I might have paid 3 bucks for it, but you know, you can Buck find each. it. You can find I found two of these issues in a 50 cent bin at a con, at a con. Yeah. That's great. So it's I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, I it wasn't just one of those stories that you can really recommend. I think we were more interested in it because of the Flashpoint title on it and how it may connect to the upcoming event it makes perfect sense, and yeah, the uh, the conclusion of this is uh, extremely confusing. 
Yeah, because uh, Barry apparently shows up at Earth One. Right. So does he? Does he recombine with his Barry Allen self in that world, and they merge into the same human? Uh, you know, I mean, I just this. I, this reminds me of another Jeff Jones story or or the possibility that that Jeff Jones could fit this old miniseries into the new Flashpoint event reminds me of uh, when Jeff Jones was writing um, Justice League of America. OK. Uh, recently, when the sup- the Kingdom Come Superman showed yeah. up, you remember what I'm talking about? Oh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starman somehow. If you think back of the original Kingdom Come series. Right at the right about the time that the the bomb exploded when Captain Marvel sacrificed himself mm-hmm. and all the lightning and stuff was happening and the explosions there was a scene where he's like everybody was decimated, he's on his knees, you know, in anguish and all this stuff. Well the 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 old I mean the recent Justice Justice Society of America. Yeah, yeah. that's what that's what it yeah. took place in. Starman plucked that Kingdom Come Superman out of that Kingdom Come world, which we now know is one of the fifty two universes. Right. Earth twenty two, wasn't yeah. it? And brought him to Earth One or New Earth, and he had a multi issue adventure. Mm-hmm. And then re- Starman returned him back to that very same instant in time back in his own kingdom come world. Yeah. So when you read the original series, yeah, you can read up to that point and you can see that scene. And then in your head, you can go, well, this is when yeah. Starman <laughs> plucked him out. He had that adventure in the other universe. And then he came back. Boom. It was instantaneous. Well, not only that, but I, the Starman that was in kingdom come, we didn't realize until again, Jeff Johns expanded this world for right. us. Uh, was actual uh, Tom Caller um, mm-hmm. from the Legion of Superheroes. So I mean, it's not it was the same guy that they, you know, Mark Wade uh, never explained this in Kingdom Come, obviously. No. And it's not going to surprise me if Jeff Jones can pull something like that off with the new Flashpoint tying in this old Flashpoint. So um, how did that, how did that JSA episode and because I remember reading that, but I can't remember how it ended. Uh, I think Kingdom because why did Super? So he brought Superman here. He hung out with the JSA for a while. If memory serves, well, it was part of the Gog storyline. Yeah, and if memory serves, didn't Norman McKay wasn't he involved in that Justice Society of America and Jeez. basically convince him that he needed to go back to his own world or something like that? Oh my gosh! He either like made up his own mind about going back, or he had help from Norman McKay. I read too many dang comics yeah. only once. I can't remember That's my problem. The and decision I've got, was I've got made. The issues back there somewhere. I could go dig them out. But he in uh, part made the running. decision that he needed to get back to his own world. And I was Starman uh, helped him get back. You know, it's kind of disappointing that that Kingdom Come is a, is its own world. It, it was kind of because I always thought that was an Earth One story. You know, well it, it was. <laughs> it was a possible. At the time it was published, it was a possible future. It's not anymore. It's not. You well, know, no, it's, it still is. Um, because th- there's nothing written in stone here. Yeah. You know, there's there's I no there's no predetermination. Well, as it stands now, that story exists in one of the fifty two universes. Yeah, I mean, we've been told that it, that this is the Earth twenty two universe, but there's you know, in, in a world of you know, 
in, in a universe that we live in, uh, you know, a reality that we live in, which could be composed of infinite universes in, in which, you know, any decision you make can spawn off, you know, another reality. You know, there's nothing to say, you know, the odds are infinitesimal that uh, that our that our heroes, our Earth One heroes actually arrive at that exact future. But it's absolutely a possibility. You, you can't just write it off and say it's not going to happen. Mm. I, w- I would say it's not going to happen because it's already on another planet. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, no, and, it, I, and it's already on on another Earth. So okay. the chances of it happening here are, way, you know, the chances of another future happening here are, well, are I don't, more I mean, possible than one of us two is being flippant. But yeah. uh, but but no, you you cannot just absolutely say beyond the shadow of a doubt that it it cannot will not happen. It could, you know, it, it could be us. Well, but, I, well, and at the same time. But why why would it happen when it exists on another on another planet then? I mean why why would why would it get repeated on our planet when it's already on that Earth? When it's already on Earth twenty two. Hodgkin's law of parallel planet development? Mm. Is that real? That thing has been flawed since the beginning. All right. Here's a hey, couple Spock, of everybody knows. Hey, Spock told me about it, so you be quiet. Don't Which don't Spock? You, don't you badmouth <laughs> Spock. The Spock from Abrams. The original Star Trek? Spock, sir. The Here's Spock a, from Here's not a couple not of, Siler Spock, okay? Here's not a couple of teaser teaser things for the Flashpoint that came out oh. in, uh, in January. Um, the spaceship never crashed. It yeah, obviously has to do with Superman. The uh, um, I don't have an issue with me, but uh, on the back of last week's um, issues, or is it last month's issues, where you have the uh, uh, the blackboard shows back up? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, man? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think it's interesting how uh, now this is. I, I'm sorry, this is off a of wiki page, but the uh, the miniseries are interestingly uh, um, titled. Um, the Flashpoint Batman Night of Vengeance one through three and Flashpoint Dead Man the Flying Graysons one through three are uh, headlined. Whatever happened to Gotham City? Yeah, and then whatever happened to the world's greatest supervillains? And then whatever happened to the aliens? Here's one that says he spends his days running Wayne casinos. <laughs> oh, and uh, I think that has to do with Bruce Wayne, obviously. Yeah. The spaceship never crashed. That has to do with Green Lantern. I've been sure he never crashed landed on Earth. Or kal yeah. never landed on Earth. Well, well, you've got Flashpoint Project Superman 1 through 3. What does that We've mean? since been told... Um, and Avin Sir apparently is the Green Lantern. Yeah, we've we've since been told that there's an entire... I think there's an entire miniseries... Flashpoint tie-in miniseries that has to do with Hal Jordan. Okay. And Hal Jordan isn't even a Green Lantern. Well, it it says um, he never got the ring. uh, Flashpoint Hal Jordan number one. It doesn't say one through three. uh, I think this one here refers to Superman. They experimented on him in a lab for years. We've seen... That could be Martian Manhunter. We've seen the, the, the teaser images... Where there was this big metal door with the steel S in it. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. You know, that to me. That's a good call. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. And then this one here, their marriage was arranged to prevent war. To me, that sounds like, I'm guessing, Aquaman and Wonder Woman, since they're both royalty. So, so. it's odd to me that Jeff Johns, of all people, is uh, is leading both of these uh, upcoming events by the nose. Um He's the architect. Because, he's the DC architect. Well, right? yeah, I mean, he's the CCO, absolutely. But um, but the idea that he's going to be running this uh, Flashpoint miniseries, which I'm honestly, I'm you know, just now during this conversation we've been having, 
I'm starting to realize the scope of this, and it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty interesting. But concurrently, you're going to have the War of the Green Lanterns, and I have no idea what that's going to be about. I know it has something to do with the Corona, and and that's that's where my knowledge of any possible spoilers flat out ends. Um, but you know, we're we're dealing with. I guess it's going to have to be one of those Blackest Night kind of things, Blackest Night Rebirth kind of things, where War of the Green Lanterns must not happen in the same, you know, the same time frame as the Flashpoint, um, because I have a hard time believing that. Well, maybe the Flashpoint effect is contained to Earth, and so Green Lanterns and his guys are off in space, and so it doesn't affect them. Well, no, if Abin Sur is still the Green Lantern because he never had his bad crash, then. Hal Jordan is clearly not Green Lantern, therefore Hal Jordan cannot be out in space or wherever doing the War of the Green Lanterns nonsense. And, or, as you know, Brad just, said, or as Brad said earlier, maybe it just and, all happens in Barry Allen's mind. This, and, and here my I'm prediction. Well, but didn't, Je- didn't you say at the top of the show, you quoted from Jeff John saying this is not a hallucination, this is not an Elseworlds story, this is not a I reading, whatever? I was reading the... Um, the solicitation and previews. Okay. But that I still think that this all could be happening in Barry Allen's reality. Isn't it interesting how Marvel and DC they parallel each other all the time. Oh, I it's, mean, uh, it's almost like they do it on purpose because um you're having and and I'm sorry Marvel, I think that without an influx of cash money, I'm not going to be following this, but you're seeing Age of X beginning in the Marvel Universe right now, which is an Elseworld story. Yeah, and basically. You're, and, and it's a what-if so story. This year, the, yeah. So this year they're doing Flashpoint, which seems on the surface to be, in effect at least, an Elseworld story. And I just... Magic, it, it bullet, boggles, magic bullet? Magic bullet, time bullet? I mean, it just kind of boggles my mind how Marvel and DC continually kind of match each other not you know they're not stealing swamp, ideas well, but I mean, conceptually they do X-Men, stuff doom patrol um swamp thing man thing i mean it, it's no, well, always been the case that well, they've I'm always kind of i mean superman uh, captain marvel it's just it's all they've always kind of mirrored each other in some way I mean, I, i'm kind of talking about like the events here mm-hmm. you know well, these the summer events they always know, they, play off each other uh, yeah and it just i i guess what they they have uh they have moles in each other's offices or something. Maybe. Here's I mean, no, but I mean, the comic community, you know, guys sit around and talk. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, we, we see that with movies, too. We see that all the time. There's one successful movie that comes out, and then there's there's three that follows. Well, with but how many volcano but you don't see, movies came out in that year and a half? Yeah. But you don't see DreamWorks and the Weinstein brothers putting out movies that have the exact same tenor to them basically at the same time. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's happened before. I'm not trying to argue that point. But what I'm saying here is that it seems like Marvel and DC, it's almost like they they have these cloudy dreams of what each other are going to be doing. And they fashion because we know for a fact that, you know, they don't, you know, Jeff Johns is clearly not saying, um, hey, cool, let's have a Flashpoint thing. Hey, it starts next month. No, the, this stuff, you know is in development for months or years at a, you know, at a time. So well, there's plenty I, of time for I the other. It in his proposal for exactly, yeah. 2008. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and, and, and who's to say, who's to say that, you know, Jeff Johns has been working on this for a long time. Who's not to say that, that someone at Marvel maybe read that exact thing, you know, hey, that's kind of cool. Hey, we need to do something here. 
Anyone got yeah. an X Men story that they've been that they want to pitch that's similar to this? Hey, I do. You well, know, all right, here, let's get it out. Because in reality, in a comic book story, you can pump it out a lot faster than a TV show or a movie. If you look at television production, like you know, Lost was such a huge success. Mm-hmm. You know, what does NBC come out with? The event, yeah. which is very you know they want it to be there. Lost, yeah. I and, and it, that just takes time because there's so many more people involved here. There's like what, maybe ten people max involved okay. in in the development of a comic book. Yeah, they didn't have the pilot um, of the event on demand, by the way. But so I watched the second and third episodes, or the first and second episodes, not including the pilot of, of, the, of the event, yeah. a few days ago. Uh, just because I've just I've been curious about it, but it seems like a waste of my time, kind yeah. of. And you know, I, I think the the over the over uh, the the big. The big think plot line of what's going on, who are these people, um, why are they, you know, these people that look like people but are not people, um, they showed up in a plane, was it a spaceship, was it an airplane, you know, we don't know, they crashed in Alaska, they've been kept in Alaska since then, um, some of them apparently have escaped, um, what is the, what are they doing, why do they have the ability to teleport planes out of the sky across the country, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. I think some of the sci-fi concepts are really interesting, but they've spent about two thirds of the time in each of the episodes on what you know. Hey, it's this dude who's trying to trying to get away from the cops, and you know, hey, he's the crux to the whole thing. You know, he's the one guy that can save everybody. And it's like I, you know, give me give me more arc. I, I'm not down with the characters yet. And uh, you know, here here here's what the event is compared yeah. to Lost. Lost was was mysteries moving towards a big event the event gives you these big events these big chunks and works Mm -hmm. backwards as to how important they are they you already know these people are aliens you already know that this plane has disappeared you already know that there's a conspiracy you already know that there's a secret government now you're working backwards to how it's all going to fit to this one character well i i mean i just it's pretty weak i I don't want to i don't want to I guess I can spoiler alert because I saw because no nobody's promo. watching. <laughs> but yeah, no kidding. I, it, and that's another thing. It's like I looked at this and I said that could be really interesting. I give it about eight episodes before they cancel it, and it's it's made it. Uh, I don't know if it's going to make it past this well, first it's season. Been on hiatus for a while, right? Right, yeah. and, and it's well, coming back cons- soon. With well, no, it, it came back. Um, it came back um, Monday oh, okay. the seventh, uh, uh, March seventh which was conspicuously absent from sweeps. <laughs> they they uh, quite obviously did not show it during February, so they're not counting on the show as any kind of tentpole. So it's, it's no lost, it's no heroes. They're ramping down. They're not ramping up. No, I'm you're afraid not ramping right. to something. You start with the event, you move down. It's well, I, just, I, 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 looked at, I looked at those first two episodes, and I thought there is no way they can stretch this mythology out for seven years without making people insane and it just flat out won't happen i mean i even lost i don't think was supposed to go that long it just they kind of you know the the execs demanded it because lost was such a ding dong smash one more but in that case i you know we don't know if uh you know lindelof and uh you know all those guys did they stretch the original arc they had out to seven years or or did they just add on to it i don't know one more quick thought about tv the at the last episode of the cape is only going to be available online yeah i saw that really yeah is it going to be a final episode or is it just gonna no it's just online 
It, no, like, I mean, is it is it a literal conclusion to the story? Oh, right. That I don't, I don't know. know. Okay, because but that's it's the last one they'll ever show. Yeah, and again, the cape. I mean, first of all, I thought what a goofy idea, and maybe one of the worst TV names. Uh, you know, if you're looking for a way to drive people from the TV, name the show The Cape. I <laughs> I applaud them. Execution wasn't great okay. all the time, but there was a campiness to it. There is yeah. there is a real kind of fun heart to it. Yeah. It's not great. Well, and, again, and, w- and and I agree with you on the name and on the description of the hero, and, and I think they could have developed things a little bit more on it because it's just very generic and just very... Well, it's just starting right now to build up to something more, I, I'm gonna, but we're never going to see it. I'm going to coin a term here if nobody else has beat me to it. Um, the cape and the event and a bunch of others suffer from Firefly Effect, a show that looks awesome. Looks really interesting, but you don't bother giving it the time of day because you know for a fact the network will never give it enough time Ooh. to tell its story. I don't. I wouldn't give the event that much credit because Firefly was good. The event isn't. Um, well, the I never cape. watched. I never watched one episode of Firefly until um, Miss uh, Miss Starkulp uh, lent me the, uh, the 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 box set. I think I because think I knew that it was going to get canceled. I mean, it was just like this is too cool. There's no way Fox lets it live. Star, um, uh, the the cape. I think we all. I think everybody agreed that when they saw the trailer for it, agreed that it was not going to be around. <laughs> Johnny yeah. Yeah. liked it. Yeah, I I like it too. I don't love it, but I like it. But it, it's just you see that and you go, that's just not going to fly. You yeah. know, it's just. I'm glad I applaud them for trying, but I don't know. They, they they need to come up with a different type of formula and not follow Batman or not try to be like a Batman clone or something. They need to reinvent themselves. I mean, look at yeah, uh, no. that, that small, Smallville. Smallville took took a very different approach with the superhero genre and made it into a teen drama. Yeah. It's gone ten years. Yeah, and it's because it's a different ty- it's a different way of telling a superhero story. I tell you what's uh, another thing that uh, maybe maybe if the cape. Uh, had been on uh, the CW, uh, maybe. maybe you'd have a lo- longer lifespan. And they'd lifespan. been a little darker. And it makes you wonder, is, you know, was the cape something that was developed by independents and sold to NBC, or was this something that NBC execs said, we need to develop a show that does this? Um, because, you know, could you see uh, what has been, on the whole, a kick-butt show like Supernatural? You know, it never would have lasted. You know, it never would have lasted on NBC. I could tell you, you why know, NBC, NBC made the cape. Superheroes are big. People love the Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, we need so the they, Iron Man on So here. they made someone who was the antithesis of Iron Man. He doesn't have armor. Or the Batman. Yeah. Or, you know, the superhero. We right. need the superhero. Well, we they, need a hero that's not going to cost a lot. Yeah, we, that's something <laughs> that we can license. Not okay, a, a hero that we're not going to spend gonna, uh, $2 yeah. million in CGI right, per episode. The production won't be a whole lot. Okay. We'll just get a guy in a cape, and we'll get some guy with After Effects to animate the cape. Well, mm-hmm. okay, now... Okay. Uh, again, uh, venturing off the reservation here, but um, what's all this I hear about? Uh, you know, they're they're getting uh, pieces set in place for the upcoming Wonder Woman series. NBC, yeah, has greenlit the David E. Kelly, I think, yeah, yeah, version e. Kelly, of yes. Wonder Woman, and the girl they picked to be Wonder Woman is um, she's a looker. I think it'll work that way. Okay. Um, her name is going to be Diana Themyscira. Yes, which I thought was odd. This is like the name of the island or something. Yeah. So well, I, here I think they're taking the Smallville approach. Let's not give yeah. people a straight superhero movie. 
let's do a skew on it. Yeah. Let's make it different to where everyone can. It, it'll be more approachable than straight superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. It may it, it may work, especially if they make it kind of more of a drama as opposed to a superhero uh, straight show. May the fourth is that thirteenth issue of the Flash with the final episode, final issue, final part of the um, Road to Flashpoint story. Free comic book day is May the 7th. Really? DC's offering is a Green Lantern special edition. In that, there will be a preview Fantastic. of the Flashpoint series. Okay. And then the Wednesday following that will be the release of that first Flashpoint issue. And here I was looking at, I said seven issues a minute ago. This article written beginning of February says five issues, so who knows. And then there will be about 50 other, I think including... Including the, the um, five or seven issue miniseries, there'll be a total of about fifty com- issues that yeah. are tied in with the uh, mini with the Flashpoint uh, event. So, okay, how about we wrap her up? I love it. Bro, I'm excited. I'm I'm I like the Flash. I'm looking forward to it. Bill, you got a tweet? Yeah, I got a tweet somewhere in here. Actually, I think we need to it's under somewhere. Yeah, after a tweet, we need to go. We're at 56 minutes. Fair enough. Yeah. Tweet him. Oh, you're going to want he came out. this. Yeah. Just play Is that better? Yeah, Is that fine. better? Okay. So last week we teased you guys about the uh, playing the uh, the commercial during the show. I guess that'll happen next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> Twitter. You know, if I had to guess, I'd think that the worst thing about being in manacles would have to be the itching. <laughs> That's a good point. You admit it. Think about it. Think about it hard. It's also chafing. You know. So the uh, I missed the yeah I missed the telephone quality to the sound. I'll um I'll try to work on that. Do you have a I'll telephone EQ effect you can put on that? No, I don't. I need a plug-in for that. All right. I guess. There's a whole bunch on um, SoundForge.com. Is that what sound is it SoundForge? I wouldn't look at some of the SoundForge plugins and they were very obscure. It was like if you want it to like kind of warble like it's underwater or something, it's Mm -hmm. like I don't need that. I want like a a DS. No, what I want (laughs) is I want like a DSer and a like a phone call quality and you know, I just want some very basic, you know, very standard tools that uh, apparently uh, you don't get um, uh, yet. Now, I'm sorry. Are we talking about Audacity or SoundForge here? Audacity. Okay. But, uh, what's yeah. the name of their website? It's, sound, it's, it's not on Audacity. It's sound, soundforge.audacity.net. Somehow yeah. they're tied in together. Right. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it used to be you go to audacity.com. It was um, what, like a um, uh, it was like a sanitation service in like Washington State or something. And it actually said on top of the page, this is not <laughs> it, it was it was so crazy that they actually they said this is not the page to get, you know, the free open source, you know, editor system, but that link is here. I mean, they actually had a hypertext <laughs> link on top of their page. You know, they to, probably got so many emails. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Um, and you know, Audacity is awesome. I have got uh I've got a, a version of SoundForge that's uh just old enough that it doesn't do multi-track, so 
you know, I'll do a lot of my cutting on um, SoundForge, but, you know, once I need to slap it all together, I throw it in Audacity because that's the place I can do multi-tracking and layering and whatnot. So, yeah, okay. there you go. Uh, the commercial um, uh, commercial promo, whatever you want to call it, yeah, I wanted to get into that a little bit this episode. We'll do that uh, next episode if we remember. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. I, Stop it's laughing. A, no, it's, it's Stop the laughing commercial thing. First of all, it's a commercial that we would play for ourselves in the show. Oh no, that just seemed kind of no, weird. No, it's just no, it's just kind of uh, it, it's not, It's a good commercial. Like, no, we could have other not, people do the commercial. This is not That'd supposed be to be self-aggrandizing. I guess okay. I'm sorry. I guess we're going to spend 30 seconds talking about it now. Yeah, right. It'll be 30 seconds. Um the whole point of the commercial was a promo. Um my concept was let's get some barter system stuff going with other podcasts. Let's take their promos, run them on our show, and we'll give uh a a half hour wasted uh you know, HHW LOD podcast network promo or multiple promos, uh, seed them out to other podcasts around the world and hopefully they'll run them and we'll get some cross pollination going. Hopefully good for everybody. Do you love lame? I love lamb. That wasn't a question. May I say you and I will get along well because of the new HHW LOD podcast network. We're sick and tired of lame too. Dreadful tinny sort of Example. Enterprise, The Green Hornet, New Coat, The Star Wars Christmas Special, Fox Canceling Firefly, 3D Conversion, Tron Legacy? No, not lame. At the HHW LOD Podcast Network, Half Hour Wasted and the Legion of Dudes, in the enduring battle against lame, have united with PKD Media's Black Box, The Walking Dead Television Podcast, and our homegrown, bite-sized reviews, Media Minutes. And this, folks, is just the start. Your call to action is to accept our promise ring and join the HHW LOD Podcast Network Nation at HHWLOD.com. We'll protect you from the Twilight movies and Justin Bieber because love is never lame. A Justin Bieber song kind of growing on me. It uh, <laughs> kills me. You need to hear the uh, the remix. Um, well, let's listen to it off the air. Yeah, no problem. Right. Uh, no, I'm not going to play it to you on the air. I don't want to alienate our listeners because, as the promo clearly states, we're here to protect them from Justin Bieber, <laughs> not subject them to Justin Bieber. Uh, thanks for listening. Anyway, to half hour wasted. Visit the website at half hour wasted at hhwlod.com to check out our blogs, photos, and more. And don't forget to visit the message board at forumforgeeks.com. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. You can also drop us an individual email at Brad, Frank, or Bill at halfhourwasted.com. Follow us at twitter.com. Be sure to check out the Legion of Dudes podcast, which comes out every Thursday on the same feed. Check out the Walking Dead TV podcast and keep an eye out for our media minutes. Visit our sponsor, DCB Service, and don't forget, have your moms read the boilerplate. Till next week. Yeah, I'm Bill. I'm Brad. And I'm Frank, and we will see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. Thanks for listening. And thank you, Limp Bizkit.